the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Good morning. Good day. I do a do to you and you and you. Happy November 18. That's right. One month and seven days. One month and a week to old Christmas time. Can't get enough of Christmas time. I like the downtime. I like the friend time. I like the retail time. Everyone loves Christmas. But before we go there, before we go there, let's get back on track. S&P 500 is down one today. There we go. Let's replace Charles Schultz with the old-fashioned capitalism bell ringing. Dow 35, record high. Dow, record high. S&P 500, record high. NASDAQ, not so much record high, but open higher, and now it's going a little bit lower. Ten-year treasuries, it's 2.69%. Oil, eh. Eh, not much going on there. Gold sliding a little bit. Twelve eighty-three an ounce. Big stories of the day. Google's opening a showroom in six plus U.S. cities. Trying, trying to compete ever so effectively against um, Apple and Microsoft as the shopping season gets underway. Who doesn't want to see a Nexus Seven tablet? Right? Ooh, an iPhone. Ooh, an iPad. Ooh. We want to see, touch, touch, feel, touch. Show me why I have to get this. Apple, speaking of Apple, they may or may not, this is one of those weird stories, have bought PrimeSense, which is an Israeli-based company, the company behind the technology behind Microsoft's Xbox Connect. $345 million for the deal, deal, no deal, deal, no deal. Charlie Egan from Dish Networks, Chairman Executive Officer. He's been sued by bankrupt wireless firm LightSquared. Dish is accused of trying to legally take control of LightSquared's wireless spectrum. United Health in the news today, they said they've dropped thousands of doctors from its networks in recent weeks. Oh, God. This whole Obamacare thing, can't we just wish it away? Can't we go back to the system we had that was defunct and broke and problematic in the first place, being replaced with a similar type scenario. That's not even funny. Sony, they sold over a million, one million PlayStation 4 gaming consoles on Friday's first day. 
Yeah, that's news because last one sold about half a million on the first day. But am I going to jump up and down? Probably not. Medtronic, subject of an FDA warning with the agency saying defects in certain medical devices made by the company could cause harm or even death. Whoa. Now, here's the problem with Medtronic. FDA is warning that some defects in certain medical devices could cause harm or even death. Are you kidding me? Like, you're going to rip my heart open. I don't know if you've ever seen heart surgery, but basically they take, a, not a chainsaw, but kind of a saw, and they cut open your chest. They rip and open your, your chest bone. Oh, it's so unattractive. So they rip you open, right? And then they put in a medical device. And now you're telling me that some guide wires are incorrect and may cause you to die? Like, I'm okay. I'm okay with a light bulb shorting out on occasion. But not a Medtronic heart device. No, 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 Boeing received over 250 orders for its revamped 777 jet at Dubai Air Show. Boeing said it had no plans to reopen talks with its machinist union after a contract proposal that could have located the 777 uh, in Seattle was rejected. So, Boeing, basically the only problem that they have is union. Because their problem for demand of aircraft not existent. Everyone wants one. Tyson Food, one of the few companies set to release quarterly earnings today. Salesforce, Urban Outfitters are going to release the numbers tonight. JP Morgan Chess, JP Morgan Chess. They reached a $4.5 billion settlement with 21 institutional investors over the sale of mortgage-backed securities. Merck, Merck, big pharmaceutical company. They're in production at one of its Puerto Rico plants by late 2014. Part of global restructuring. Consolidate operations with another plant in Puerto Rico of theirs. Interesting to note, downsizing is continuous and is not going to go away. So China rallied 2.9% over the memorandum from China's long-term planning meeting. Situated some pro-growth initiatives, including eh, maybe one baby's not enough. Policy that's always been in place. Pullback? I don't need your stinking pullback. That's what Wall Street's saying. It's not pulling back, and when it does, it seems to be bought. Am I am I egregiously happy? Sure. Am I going to take it to the bank? No. I'm thrilled that the market's had a nice year, a very nice year. Congratulations, you've been rewarded. Are we to expect the next year? No, but based on GDP numbers and worldwide growth numbers, I think we're okay. Barron's ran a feature story highlighting how many stocks are in bubbly territory from a valuation perspective. That is not a new idea. We need a correction. We always need a correction. We've had a big run-up. Hump day this week could be interesting. I know you're saying hump day. Please, Rob, let's make that a national day. Wednesdays are always forever to be known as hump day. No more Wednesdays. Hump day. On Wednesday, we get retail sales, CPI, and existing home sales. They're all going to be released. Some uh, minutes from the Fed Open Market Committee meeting also going to be released. 
Let's tie back to October. October, October. Tell me about October. So Wednesday is going to be our big day, I think, as far as anything that means anything. Till then, just relax. Enjoy. Up or down market, doesn't really matter. Get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Taking a look at the markets again at the top of the hour, as I'm wont to do. It's a market that opened higher. Dow top 16,000. SP 500 hits 1,800. Congratulations. You've pulled a lot of next year's gains into this year. So not only do we have to be constructive on next year, but we have to start getting constructive next year on the following year. Not quite there yet. S&P 500 is down 1, the Dow's up 35, the Nasdaq down 5, 10-year Treasury sits at 2.69%. Going to be doing a couple Black Wednesdays coming up in the month of December as a phone fund raiser. Uh, come meet me. You'll learn more about the events in the coming days and the coming weeks. No sign-up. Just come out enjoy the end of the year on a Wednesday. You can find out more at robblack.com. You can find out more about this show, AM. 12.20 from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Rob Black and your money. KDRW from 1 to 2. New focus on your wealth. Uh, a lot of great shows on the station. A lot of great programming. You can find out more by following us online at kdrw.biz. kdrw.biz. SP 500 down fractions. Dow's up. What amounts to fractions? Up 35. Boeing's rocking. Uh, NASDAQ down 5. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. Doing a big research piece on uh, Snapchat these days. Snapchat allows you to just take meaningless goofball photos and send them to friends and family, and after seconds, they're erased forever. It's kind of a no-lock-in effect towards the permanent photos that are no longer permanent. The company's worth 3 to $4 billion. If you still don't understand Snapchat, I can sum it up for you in one simple phrase. 30% of college admissions officers look at applicants online. They loved your GPA. Then they saw your tweets. Cybersecurity is getting bigger and bigger. And as a nation, we are going to embrace the fact that we are silly with how much we're oversharing, in my opinion. And again, you may not agree. You may go, I love checking in on my friends. I love checking in on my friends. SP 500 is up one, the Dow is up 50, the Nasdaq down two. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton with NewFocusFinancial.com. That's NewFocusFinancial.com. Let's talk retirement plan beneficiary mistakes. Isn't it just beneficiary mistakes overall? 
like insurance beneficiary mistakes, retirement plan beneficiary mistakes, or is there something unique to retirement plans that we need to know? Well, the, the main thing to know is that life insurance annuities and IRAs, 401ks, the beneficiary designation that you have overrides any will or trust that you've done. And so there, <laughs> the issue with especially retirement accounts, if you have a very wealthy person that faces estate taxes and they make beneficiary mistakes, their IRAs can be taxed at 70% plus because they have state taxes, they have federal taxes, um, and then they have estate taxes on top of the federal and state taxes. So it can really get nailed if you do it the wrong way. So the biggest issue is not having a beneficiary at all or naming your estate. Um, if you pass away under the age of 70 and a half, it forces your heirs to pay the taxes within five years. But if you've named them directly, they can stretch the tax issue over their lifetime and let the account continue to actually grow and just take out a little bit each year or more if they want to, but they have the flexibility of not having to pay Uncle Sam. And if you pay it out, a larger retirement account over five years, it, it increases the tax bracket to the higher levels, and you pay so much more to the feds if you would have been able to stretch it out over your lifetime. So naming your estate or no beneficiary at all, probably the two biggest mistakes that I see out there. So no beneficiary at all is a problem. What if you have no beneficiaries? What if you, like, you just don't care? You're single. Got a cat. Got a dog. <laughs> you can create a pet trust. God, I those people drive me crazy. It's a little odd, huh? Yeah. Um, Do they own a home, Helmsley? She left money to her cat or her dog. A lot of money. Like millions. Yeah, I'd be surprised in some of the state planning attorneys like Michelle Lerman that we have on quite often. She's had to do pet trust before. And people <laughs> talk about them, and, and you go through a conversation with them. They say, my girl's my my boys or whatever, and they're talking about their animals, not their children. (laughs) Isn't that just a big F you to humanity when you leave egregious amounts of money to an animal? Yeah, I guess it depends on what happens after the animal dies, too. Yeah. Well, that's a mistake that people can make is you leave retirement accounts to a trust, and the trust names a charity as a beneficiary in addition to the kids. And this is where education to your trustee comes into play because if certain deadlines aren't met, by September of the following year after death, the charity makes sure you have to get that paid out and done and over with and the paperwork submitted for the other kids by October in order to do these stretch IRAs. So a charity can actually complicate the IRA. Yet, if you're trying to benefit your church or your charity, the best asset to leave them is a portion of your retirement account because they will never pay taxes on that money. Nobody ever will. So, But you have to incorporate your trust, your beneficiary designations and everything with that idea that you want to leave money to charity and to kids. Okay. Lots of complications in that, right? Yeah, you know, I've had a family member recently been named to a uh, trustee of a trust, mm-hmm. executor of the will, kind of, you know, the overseer of the, the wealth. Yep. That's a stressful position. It's horrible. People act like, hey, I'm going to name you as my executor or my trustee, and, like, it's a great honor. And all of a sudden you're dealing with three kids that don't get along, Mounds and mounds of paperwork, going through the person's desk, seeing where assets are, aren't anymore. People looking for advances. Yeah. And if you don't have that person, I mean, oftentimes there are kids that don't get along. Um, oftentimes naming a professional fiduciary to yep. handle the estate for a fee is a better idea. Um, and simplifying things. You might have your trust, but you still need a, a separate letter that says what, you know, for certain items. Um, jewelry, your autos, um, things like that. Um, and so that way you can have a separate letter with your trust rather than a paying attorney every time you want to change your mind. One of the problems with this particular scenario, the executor, um, 
So the parents basically gave $200,000 to one daughter, made the other daughter the executor, with a note that says, you get $200,000 upon death. But they gave $200,000 to their one daughter so she could go out and buy a house while the other daughter's waiting for the money. Let's say she waits 20, 30 years. Does she get 5% interest every year? Does she get... And then the original people, their house goes, let's say it goes bankrupt, and the house, like... They, so they still want money because their house they bought in 2007 yeah. is now worthless or upside down. It, and that's how it can get messy very fast. Yeah. And then you get spouses going like, but don't we get interest? Or can I get a lump sum now because I want to buy a truck? Um, executor is not a sexy possession. No, it's, so. it's tough. And then, you know, 55% of marriages end in divorce. People have to update their estate plans after divorce. You've seen numerous stories where people die and money goes to the ex-spouse all the time. Um, and prenups. In ERISA law, if you're doing a second marriage, the prenup doesn't really help with your retirement plan. You have to have a spousal waiver after the fact. All fun topics at CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about for instance, General Electric plans to spin off its North American Consumer Lending Unit. Um, they're going to file with the SEC. They're going to complete an IPO for GE Capital. They provide store credit cards to retailers like Walmart, Banana Republic, and others. They've been sh- shaping themselves into a conglomerate more focused on industrial equipment and appliances. So has GE, shrinking its banking operations, selling off its media arm. CEO Jeffrey Immelt has said that uh, he wants GE to reduce the finance arms assets. So selling 20% of the company in an IPO, they're going to distribute the rest of that IPO to shareholders of GE. Um, It's an interesting angle. It's a good time to do it for sure with consumer lending on the increase in the economy on the, the mend. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. You're Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Don't forget to listen to New Focus on Wealth today from 1 to 2 here on AM 1220. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Home builder sentiment in the U.S. held in November at a four-month low. Confidence in home builders sitting at a four-month low. Buyer traffic and sales retreated a bit. The number was a little bit weaker than expected, revised for October. But this number over 50 shows some confidence. This is probably the biggest damnation game I think we play as a nation right now. Damnation game means let's play a card game with the devil. We're pricing people out. We're pricing the people we want out of starter homes, millennials. And that's going to be a big problem at some point. Stay? Nah, not so much. I'm okay. Let's get a Dav, Dave, San Jose. How are you? Oh, hey, good, Rob. Love your show. I, I just started tuning in last week, and uh, I think I found my new favorite radio station. Oh, good God. 
I wouldn't go yeah. that far, but thank yeah. you. So, uh, I'll tell you, here's the situation. I was just listening to what you were talking about regarding divorce. And uh, so I have a mom that's about 70, 72 years old. Um, she's been married about 12 years. Two years into, the reti- into her marriage, uh, she finally retired. Now she's looking at the possibility of divorce. Okay. Her uh, husband didn't bring any assets into the relationship, literally. In fact, I think he brought in some debt. And in fact, I know he brought in some debt, but he didn't bring any assets in. And uh, and so now that they're looking at divorce, I was wondering, is there, uh, in California, is there a possibility that he could be entitled to her pension or a part of it? Good questions, and thanks for the call. Okay. Um, when, thanks for the call, so let me throw that on mute. Thanks. What I did, and the best example that I give you is me, is I went with divorce mediation. It's cheaper than a divorce attorney. Hopefully your mother was cautious on how she titled assets and whether she included him in wills and trusts. Is he going to be entitled? I don't know. Pension law is something I don't know well. And divorce law... I see this question that you ask once every 10 years. So what I'll do is I will look into it. I would have your mother look into it. And clearly what she wants to do right now is be sober and very practical. And the two of them need to say, you know, let's do mediation on this and not sue each other to kingdom come. Um, That is very problematic. You know, in the world of trusts, in the world of second marriages, and this could even be a third marriage for your mother, I would quickly, quickly get some advice on issues tied towards this. A lot of California law has to do with what was accumulated during the marriage, and not necessarily, this pension was not necessarily that. I don't think he's going to have a claim but I would definitively check with uh, the pension as well as potentially a California state attorney. Sorry, Dav. I don't have a Dave, don't have a good answer for you on that one. Let's go to Peter, San Mateo. Peter? Hey, Rob. Um, about a year ago, I was selected to be the trustee, my mother-in-law's <laughs> trust. Yay. And, uh, yeah, perfect timing with your conversation this morning. Nevertheless, um, we've had hospice coming in recently, so that's the stage we're in in her life. Okay. I'm going through all of her accounts, and I have over the last year, and every brokerage account, CD, et cetera, is in the trust name on the statement. Okay. And my, my concern was, what about the house? Well, we recently in Cemetery County got the uh, property tax that are due, the statement, and that's right. in the trust name as well. Good. Is that good enough, the fact that the county has the house and the trust name on that statement do I have to do any other due diligence? And then I have one more question relating to her trust. Yeah, have you read the trust? I have. I have it in my possession. Okay, and it does state that the house is inside the trust. Should The trust does not yeah, state been... every okay. possession she has. It just says that her three children will get everything equally. Okay, that's one not third, good enough. Third, yeah. Third. To me, that's not good enough. Every five years, you need to have your trust updated 
when was the last time this trust was changed that you know of? The last time the trust was changed was when she released power of attorney to me. Okay, when was last time maybe when was last time was updated? You think a year ago? Yes, that was the last time the attorney did the paperwork. Do you feel comfortable the, do you feel comfortable with the attorney? No, because I'm okay. not getting the communication that I need from them. Okay. And I don't know whether they're that person is getting older and not as reliable. For example, when he redid the uh, the trust, I never got bills for it. And I'm thinking, what attorney will not bill me for work that they did? So I'm I'm a little bit concerned about that. Yeah, you know the person I use, and thanks for the call. Or do you have a question? Oops. I have one more question. What if when she passes away? I find another account. She seems to have all these nickel and dime accounts, 10000 here, 20000 there. Nice. What if I find one that is not in the trust? All the kids get along well, which includes my wife. Right. Um, so there's no issue with the siblings. But what do I do, Rob, in, in case that happens and I find an account that's not in the trust for 20000 Can I just dissolve it, sell it, and divide it up between the kids? In likelihood, yes, and thanks for the call. Um, it's going to depend on who's the beneficiary of that account that you quote-unquote find. So we don't know who, how it's stated as of record. I would strongly push that you have a trust attorney like a Michelle Lerman from Lerman Law, LermanLaw.com, potentially review your trust at this point in time. Um, you are in a bad scenario in the sense that it's kind of feeling like the paperwork done was a little less than... Uh, thorough so and the attorneys maybe getting a little bit old who handled the trust originally trust law changes aggressively as did your mother change every five years I would check quickly to see if there's a medical directive I would check quickly to see if there's any you know statements on how she wants to go as far as healthcare goes um, because she is in that scenario where hospice is involved, i.e. probably the last couple weeks, last couple months. Congratulations on a lot of levels that, you know, there's an estate to dissolve, and, you know, she did her job. You know, she passed assets on to her children or to her heirs. I feel bad for you in the sense that you're not a financial person and you're being asked to figure all this out with the wills and wishes of the family and a lot of goodwill right now. But that still is an enormous amount of pressure on you of having to figure out, do I sell at a market high? Do we dissolve the house? What do we do? I would hope that the language in the trust is very clear and specific. You will probably find a lot of assets that are not tied to the trust that were missed. And that was her fault in the way she accumulated wealth in her lifetime. Was a lot of 401ks here, IRAs here, Roths there, you know, bank accounts here. So that puts you in a bad scenario. I would try to, and I'm being very clear and very concise in the way I say this, I would strongly push that you have an attorney review the trust right now. Um, pay the money, read it, make sure there's no problems in case there is something that needs to be updated quickly. Um based on lack of 
the first attorneys or the original attorneys, you know, thoroughness. So I don't know if it's a large sum of money or not. If it's not, maybe you're just going to say, you know what, I'll play this game, see what happens. Um, hopefully it'll be good enough, and hopefully it'll be interpreted by the court that it was good enough. A trust saves your family from going through liquidation over a 12-month period. You get to go into liquidation sooner rather than later. It saves a lot in attorney fees, which, you know, upon death, what was not in the trust will go to the people appointed in the paperwork or will go to her state, and then it could be challenged, but it doesn't sound like that's going to be a material amount to you. Lerbinlaw.com, Lerbinlaw.com. Michelle Lerman has done my trust. Um, setting up a family trust is, I think, critical in the state of California as a way of efficiently um, dying tax-wise as well as legally. Each calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Can someone call up and ask about Google or Facebook and not death? I appreciate the calls about death. I do. Just it's kind of put a pull on me, so to speak. Um, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Markets playing with record territory tends to happen. That at big round numbers. 16,800 on the Dow and SP 500, respectfully. Is that when you deal with big numbers, there tends to be a little bit of, oh, I, congratulations, we made it. We made it here. We made it here. And, and there's kind of a, I, I'm not all that comfortable being here. Someone to sell. So, markets are dealing a little bit with that. When will the correction come? 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial on the Wall Street Business Network. index briefly surpasses... You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black, Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I don't even know how to do this story without... You know, freaking you out. It's from the what is that file. And what I mean by that is a Buffalo Bills fan somehow, some way, some shape, or form. Well, let's say this two people are taken to the hospital. After one fan fell from the upper deck and landed on the other fan at Sunday's Bills-Jets game in Buffalo. Um, the man who suffered the fall, the man who fell, he had a shoulder injury. He looked to be in high spirits. The person he landed on had a head injury. Um, it's pretty crazy. The guy ultimately decides to slide down a rail, 
you know how rails are. Like, ooh, you go back to your childhood, you're a little drunk, maybe. And you get on the railing, you slide down. Oh, and then he falls over the railing. Whoops. Oh, and he's on the 300 level, third level deck. So he falls to the 200 level. And he lands on someone. Now, I do that story in large part for pretty obvious reasons of, what the hell? Like, I'm just sitting here watching a football game and someone lands on me? That's a pretty long way to fall, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 feet. But it's a pretty long way to have something fall on you. Fortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to be tragic death, but it goes to show you again why you want disability insurance. The guy who got landed on was just watching the game. He's going to make some money, for sure. The Bills probably shouldn't have a railing that opens up onto other fans that one person could unintentionally fall over. Disability insurance protects your ability to earn income. You're young, you're beautiful, you have a rocking body until someone falls on you and snaps your neck and then you're quadriplegic, paraplegic and you can never go to work again. So maybe it's a car that takes you out with a driver who is drunk. Maybe it's a car that takes you out with a driver who had bad brakes. But disability insurance is pretty important. In the end... We recently saw a story about a hunter who was in a maybe 20-foot-tall tree. Maybe. It wasn't that big. Falls out, breaks his neck, becomes quadriplegic, basically decides to die. He gets the doctors to pull the cord on him as his wish. He doesn't want to be on life support. He's got a wife and daughter. No, he's got a wife and a baby coming. His wish was to that I'm better dead than I am alive. His ability to earn income for his family, he was going to be a financial nuisance to his wife and unborn child. He didn't want to do that. That is gut-wrenching when you hear stories like this. But what's more tragic to me is going to a football game and having someone land on your head. Like, seriously, I, I don't want to go to a sporting event ever again in the evening. I don't ever want to go to a sporting event where everyone's egregiously drunk. Call me crazy, but that's just not an area I want to be in. For physical reasons. As well as, I, I just... When you're surrounded by drunk idiots, at some point in your life you're like, I'm surrounded by drunk idiots. And the, the whole fun of the whole scenario is lost because you're like, I'm surrounded by drunk idiots. I don't understand how millennials go dancing and go to raves because I'm like, these are all just idiots. Like, uh, the the base of people that you're around is so lowest common denominator that I don't like it. I've never liked LCDs. SP 500's up fractions, Dow's up 45, and NASDAQ's up fractions. It's a market that seems to really be buying on any debt. Tesla's down another six buckaroos and at one thirty uh I was gonna say one thirty an ounce. That's funny. Oh I don't know. A lot of people are 
a little freaked out with Elon Musk and the concept of the way the accounting is being done at Tesla. One of the big problems that Tesla has is that they're not really earning money off of the sale of their cars. They're not, it's just not that, it's not a material amount of revenue, nor is it a material amount of, of earnings. One of the ways that they make money is by selling credits to be a clean company. And those are very lucrative, but those are also throttling back aggressively. Um, what does that mean? There's to come a day what that means, where it's time to put up or shut up, where it's time to pay. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. We talk Hawaiian Airlines. We can talk Alaska Airlines. We can talk... There's a big plane crash in Russia overnight tied towards a Boeing plane. And what's interesting to note about that is really nothing. Uh, there's a big show out of Dubai, an air show, where Boeing's dominating, getting $100 billion in orders, showcasing the spending power and aggressive expansion efforts of the Middle East Gulf Arab carriers. 342 orders represented more than twice the value of those seen by European rival Airbus, who said it took in 142 orders at $40 billion. So Boeing's a big international story with 20 years of backlog. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. you want to talk about what we talk about? Money invested in more. I'm Rob Black. You can find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Listen to me focus on Wall Day from 1 to 2 with CFP. Chad Burton. Stop just drink daily podcast. Ranked one of the top ten solutions. The bottom line. Welcome in. We're Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Some of the headlines that I have to deal with on a day-by-day basis are insane. Just so you know. It's not something I love and adore about my job. Top economist is throwing water on China's huge reform announcements. China basically has made a decision to have some more pro-growth policies. And that news has been met with relative glee. But Bank of Merrill, Bank of America Merrill Lynch... I was going to say Bank of America Lynch. Bank of America Merrill Lynch's uh, economist says investors should curb their decision, their enthusiasm over the decision. You know, while it arouses enthusiasm, markets can remain relatively bullish over the news regardless. Things will eventually cool off. He said some of the messages in the decision may conflict with each other. Some reform goals are still too vague. Some reforms may just be intermediate steps towards a truly inappropriate system for China. And some reforms might not be effectively carried out. It's great to see many reform ideas passed, but dust hasn't settled yet. It's called the third plenum. It's tied towards a cultural revolution that's been going on in China since 1978. 
China's current top leaders are good. I think the world sees that. The reform-minded. I think the world sees that. But centralizing power to a small team at a central level, it turns over questions on handing over power. And it brings up questions about less reform-minded in the future. So this is nice, but again, does get it carried out. It's kind of like me saying, I've got this great idea for 2014 of losing 20 pounds, working out every day, hot tubbing for at least 30 minutes, hitting the uh, steam room for at least 15. God, it's good steamers worth it all a good steam room is worth all that in a bucket of chicken right until you go to the steam room and someone brings in food what's up with the people that bring in food to steam rooms stop it already okay I get a cup of water I get it it's hot you just worked out cup of water get it but like celery disgusting and can you not clear out your sinus passages while in the steam room can you do it before you get in the steam room, please? Like, please no. Okay. There is a lot of crazy stuff happening in social media these days. Some of it's worth the money, some of it's not. I think I correctly brought up a point earlier in the show on Snapchat. And why Snapchat is got it correct. I fear online traces to me that aren't appropriate. And there are some. Um, I think we've all made mistakes online. I think we've all made mistakes in our life. And when they appear online, it's like magnified in your head. So, a $3.5 billion valuation for a company with 20 people. Why is it so powerful? Because I told you, I talked to my neighbor. And she's lovely. And I maybe inappropriately said that her teeth are going in all different directions right now, and and they are. But that's youth, and I say that with love and respect, that she's an amazing girl. But uh, I asked her, I said, so what are you using online? She said, Snapchat, blah, 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 blah. I was like, Snapchat, isn't that the... And in my head, she's 12, so I can't say this out loud. I'm like, isn't that the website that you can send naked photos to like a lover and say, ooh, look at me. And then it disappears, and no one, no harm, no foul, it's gone. Or you can send a text to your coworker, F you, I hate you, and then it's gone forever and ever. You know, meaningless texts that you don't want to sit around forever. She said she uses it because her parents can't track her. For that one simple thought, my parents can't track me. Does she have, is she like building a, a nuclear bomb? No. Is she setting up a rendezvous with a high school senior? Probably not. But teenagers want to be teenagers, you know. We dye our hair purple. We we get tattoos as teenagers because we want to have our own opinion. Never had it, so this is what we want. Snapchat gives an opinion, and it gives power to the teenagers, and it takes it away from the parents. And that is crushingly powerful. So, the fact that 30% college admission officers look at your case online, you have the best GPA. 
he could be the most well-rounded student. But one mistake where you say something inappropriate, one mistake where you cross-dress, you think it's cute to go to the senior high school football game just as a cheerleader? Maybe they don't. Maybe the person who's making that decision is a, a, relig- a religious right, and he, he finds that massively inappropriate. Maybe you decide to put a text next to that photo, like, oh, I hate people that dress up as girls. And the person who's deciding your college application, he's he's a cross-dresser. He's like, oh, you don't like people that cross-dress? Like, it gets kind of sticky kind of quick online. So Snapchat's worth $3.5 billion for reasons. And I get it. I so get it. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything that you need to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk about money tigers. We can talk about homeland. Um, Snapchat's worth $4 billion and it's got 20 employees. That's one of the crazier things that we could talk about in new media is the valuation of new media companies versus old media companies. When you stack the Yahoo's and the Google's and the Facebook's on top of each other and compare them to the ABC, CBS's, NBC stacked on top of each other, the new media it's dwarfs valuation of old media. And yet new media very much so relies on old media to give people something to talk about at LinkedIn or at Facebook. 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, Taking a look at some of the top stories today, Apple may have bought Israeli's uh, PrimeSense, which is tied towards the Microsoft Xbox Connect. Microsoft spends billions of dollars on research and development, so that wouldn't really be a blow to them. United Health is said to have dropped thousands of doctors from its networks in recent weeks. Is that a ramification of Obamacare? Boeing received 250 orders for its revamped 777 jet at Dubai Air Show. Sony sold more than a million of its new PlayStation 4 gaming consoles on Friday. It's first day of sales. Next up, we get the Xbox. How will that go? Um, 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about 800-516-1220. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial on the Wall Street Business Network. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Nielsen does an annual holiday shopping forecast. And I dig it. New forecast says Black Friday. Only 13% of People in the survey plan Black Friday visits physical stores down from 17% last year. I'm stunned by how many people want to go out and shop 
on Thanksgiving. Seriously, it's like the greatest day to sit around and roll in your fat and your turkey and your gravy and your, oh, I'm going to go pick one more bite. Oh, nuts. Who knew there were salted nuts on the counter? Yum, 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 yum. So fewer people are planning to go out, and more people are continuing to shop online. Congratulations, America. You're getting it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. No major disasters on Wall Street today. Tesla down another 4.7%. That's probably the biggest like drama stock right now. SP 500's up fractions. Dow's up 50. The Nasdaq up 2. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, talking major decisions that can affect your retirement. Is that affect with an E or an A? I don't know. I don't have my thesaurus with me. Affectionate, <laughs> A. Effective, E. That's good. That's good. <laughs> you, didn't do well. you didn't do well in grammar, <laughs> did you? Start over on this spot. I know. Keep pushing ahead. No, I was horrible at grammar. <laughs> okay, we'll start over. Start but over. Then I have to go home. In three, two, one. Joining me now? CFP Chad Burton talking major decisions that can affect your retirement. Um, this seems pretty obvious, like not saving enough money, so you're living off Social Security. Are we talking that kind of major decision? Yeah, I mean, there's a good article at USA News Money site, and um, one of the biggest ones, you and I talk about it all the time, is is when you start saving. And an example that it, when you run the numbers, what I typically see is if a person gets out of college or starting a job at 22 to 25, they can save 10% of pay typically if they have a bit of a retirement match on their 401k, like 4%, and they'll be able to retire at 65 with the same type of a lifestyle in most cases. If you start saving when you're 45, in other words, you've enjoyed your lifestyle, you're buying all these depreciating assets, your favorite cars, your boats, you're swapping houses and spouses and things like that, and you don't start until you're 45 years old, you have nothing saved up, you're going to have to save 25% of pay in order to get to that same point that only 10% if you would have started a couple of decades earlier. So compound and time is on your side. I mean, that means you're you're actually decreasing your lifestyle at the age of 45 to have a decreased lifestyle at the age of 65. So you have to get on board with the idea you got to pay yourself first at an early age. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more on some of these decisions. And I, I think one of the toughest things that people have is taking a decision. Like, we all come up with these great ideas, like, I'm going to make X amount of money, I'm going to save X amount of money, I'm going to budget X amount of ways. But then taking action is actually probably the toughest part of financial planning. Yeah, it is. I mean, you kind of have to have one, you know, week and day a month to concentrate on your financial plan, whether that's tracking your your budget through a mint.com or some of the other sites that do that. I think you mentioned one recently that you've, you've found similar to Mint. Yeah, it's called uh, Level. Level. Um, and that, you know, you've got to go in. You've got to itemize your expenses so you can track your expenses, see where you're spent, spending too much, see where you can cut and be able to save. Because so many people, these, you know, 20 and 30-somethings, are still giving up their 401k match. They think that the system is broken because of the bubbles that we've gone through. Yeah. They are scared to save because they fear about things like high-frequency trading that they think makes a difference in the long run, and it doesn't. I mean, not taking advantage of the 401k match is death to your retirement. I understand that. And, you know, I can give you a perfect example where my brother Michael, who's 18 months older than me, he made a decision in the early 90s when there was a thrift and saving loans crisis um, that the banks were failing that he wanted out of the stock market. So he cashed out 
cash out his 401k, and he misses the 20-year bull run. Yeah, the eight-year run that was unbelievable to in the 90s. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, we had another dip in 2000, and he probably was feeling pretty smart, like, ha-ha, I got out 10 years ago. And only to be, at this point in time, he's going to work till the day he dies because of that decision. Yeah, it is. And then the same people that cash out their 401k. Here, here's what's been typical lately. People cash out their 401k down to get it, take advantage of the low rates on their loans so they can get into a house that they can barely afford. So they cash out their 401k, and they get 20% tax withholding, and they think that's it. Then they go buy the house, and then April 15th comes around, and they've got another huge you know, double-digit number thousands of dollars that they have to come up with to pay Uncle Sam. And you can't go bun- bankrupt with Uncle Sam. Yeah, and what you mean by that is when you owe them X amount of dollars, you will eventually pay them X amount of dollars. They will put liens on your house. They will put liens on your paycheck. They will get that money. Re- liens on your IRA. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, because they, they can lean, put a lien on your IRA, and they can force you to pull the money out of it to pay the taxes, and you'll avoid the 10% penalty, but you still have to pay the taxes on the money that they lien. So it's like this ongoing ballooning problem. Does that lien get a uh, grade of A? <laughs> Would you invest in liens? Oh, there's a lot of people that invest in the tax lien situation. And the thing Shady. Is, I will never invest in anything where who I'm investing with prints their own statement. Yeah. You know what I mean? I it's, totally know what you mean, but most of our listeners, not most of our listeners, but there's a large ignorant swath of people out there. It's like uh, uh, private REITs, too. Here, our, sh- our share price is $10 a share. We don't know how we came up with that, but here you go. It's $10 a share. And now you're seeing the Wells REIT 1, Wells REIT 2, and they've, they've gone public, and you can see where people are disappointed with the returns and private REITs. I wouldn't touch private REITs at all. With that said, that's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. <laughs> I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. And I do things slightly differently than Chad. I think he does a great show. I'm very, very proud of, you know, putting my name next to his. He does a great show on this channel uh, from 1 to 2. He could always use your calls from 1 to 2. So take a lunch at noon. No, take a lunch at 1. Go to the car, fire up the AM radio, and listen to CFP Chad Burton. I think he does a really good job of explaining some of the more basic things with retirement planning. I think I do a pretty good job of explaining some of the more complicated issues tied towards wealth accumulation. One area that I find tragic is how little people talk about money. American families, they're not saving enough for retirement, but they're not talking about it either. And that creates a problem of... Oh my, there's a surprise. I thought you had this covered. 70% of people over the age of 25 have not had a discussion with their parents about retirement. Parents, it's up to you this weekend. Call your children over for dinner. Let mom fire up a lasagna. And it's time for people to start talking about money. 56% of parents over the age of 50 have not discussed key financial issues like wills, health directives, inheritances, when they plan to retire, where they plan to retire. You've got to talk to your kids. You've got to show them where the paperwork is. So one day when you accidentally keel over dead from a heart attack, we know how to run your numbers. It's Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Who are the winners and losers on Wolf?
Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Will there be a pullback? Yes. When? We don't know when, why, where, how, or why, what it looks like. Boeing's in the news. GE's in the news. Microsoft a little bit underperforming today. GE spinning off their consumer credit card division into an IPO. Boeing announced just a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of uh, new orders. It's so ridiculous I could refer to it as redonkulous, and you'd be like... What's redonk? Why are you saying that? 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, There's so much. Like, I'm looking at some old TV shows that have been remade. Like... Ugly Betty in the United States was once a super powerful telenova. Yo soy Betty La Fay. Started obviously in Mexico, Spain area. The whose line is it anyway? Was stolen from the Brits. American Idol's not really all that American. It was Pop Idol in Britain. Three's Company, where John Riddle lived with two women, was tied towards another British TV show called Man About the House. So, I don't know. Is there an angle here uh, on media? Yeah, I think there is. The Americans aren't very original. <laughs> sure, we can go with that. Uh, the Voice came from Holland. So you look at it and you're like, you go, that's clever, Adam Levine and CeeLo Green. and eh, It's not that clever, is it, when you hear that it was basically stolen from another country. But eh, that somehow ties into media content, which is one of the stories of, the, of Wall Street. You know, I love Wall Street. I want you to invest in Wall Street. And good God, if you're five years from retirement, you're enjoying a great run. You have a market up 25% this year, like years before you're getting ready to retire. Like, congratulations. That's why it's so important to get $1 million in the market. $1 million in the market on a year like this is a bonus $250,000 to you. Now, when you're, uh, when you're young, $1,000 in the market is a bonus $250 to you when you're up 25%. And you're like, yeah, that's not so good. Now you see the value of getting in now. And hopefully in 10, 20, 30 years, you have a year like this where you're like, sweet. Yeah, that's my goal. I can't promise that you're going to get there. I can't. But you have to see that good years you don't want to miss. Someone just sent me an email, rob at robblack.com. Sold my business for $200,000, $160,000 cash, $40,000 carry note for two years. Escrow closed on the 29th, 100% of the gain. Uh, 100% is gained, $25,000 is taxed, 
planning to build a similar business at $300,000 cost in three to six months. Question is, should I pay tax or do a 1031 exchange? I don't know. A lot of questions like this, you should... I, that You just sent me basically a tweet saying, here's a major life decision. And you don't tell me your income bracket, you don't tell me your spouse, you don't tell me your cash needs, you don't tell me the type of business. A lot of what happens in the world, you really have to start thinking, how does this relate to me? And in an email like that, I'd say talk with an accountant, talk with a CFP, get a good feel for your life decisions, because this is a big one. And what I mean by that is there is no practice time. It's not a practice market. It's not a practice year. It's not a let's do over our 20s. I wish I knew now what I knew then. No, I wish I knew then what I knew now. It's not that kind of market. It's not that kind of world anymore. You work from age 20 to 60, and you better get it right. Do I suggest college? I do if you're going to go after some higher education. I do if you're going to go after something that's applicable to the job market. I don't recommend college for people who are not focused yet. Take a year off. Go to community college. There's no shame in that, to learn to get a focus. Sadly, I know someone who the love of their life is never going to get it right. She's fantastic, super smart, dad totally on top of it. Her boyfriend, her love of her life is never going to get it. He's never going to get there because he believes that like he wants to open his own dojo, a karate shop. I don't have that straight way of saying that. I if I just offended karate people, I terribly apologize. My point being is that it's expensive in this area to try to pull that off. And if you don't pull it off, you struggle for years and weeks and months. And like I'm saying, there's no real do-over in this type of scenario. What you lose in your 20s is time. And that time in the market, in the 401k, if you put a $10,000 in your 20s, it becomes 20000 in your 30s. It becomes $40,000 in your 50s. It becomes $80,000 as you're heading towards retirement. And you can kind of see, like, I want that 25% year when that money's significant. Oh, I don't mind if I don't get that big money, if I don't get that big compounding right now, as long as I get it when it's significant. But you do care, because up 25%, whether you're 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old, it's up 25%. We will not be able to go back in time and say, I want 2013 again. We will always live in the fear, is 2007 around the corner? Is 2002 around the corner? Is what, What's, what's going to happen? I don't know. So... Tonight, while you're watching television and you're watching some sort of horrible show, just keep in mind, like, you're not getting ahead. It's not practice time. It's game time. And if you're in retirement, I hope you're doing everything you can to love the young people in your life. Because I think that's what retirement's all about. To me, I think retirement is living out your 50s and 60s with style, your 60s, 70s 
letting the grandkids know that you love them, letting your children know that you love them. But really for the kids, the grandchildren, it's giving them a break. Life is stressful when you're trying to figure stuff out. You should be the person that allows them the ability just to chill, to not stress. Grandparents are an awesome, awesome invention because you don't have to take the kids home. I don't know if you're with me or against me on that one, but I think that's pretty important. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. So last segment I talked about how baby boomers aren't really talking with their children. And it's important that you do. We had a call earlier in the show who is a trustee, who's the executor of the will, who is in charge of the trust and how assets can be distributed to children. Before you have cancer and you're dying, you can't talk. When you're, The only thing you're thinking is, if I vomit one more time, will I be better? Before you get to that stage of life, talk to your children. Talk to your children this weekend if you can and tell them exactly what you want, when you want it, where you want it, how you want it. Don't don't let them be surprised by your will. Don't let them be surprised by your wishes. I think that would be a big mistake to go into retirement without having your children know where everything is. You should have a fireproof safe. You can go get one at Home Depot. You can go get one at Amazon.com. Have it delivered to your house. Yay! You're one step there. Inside this fireproof safe, what I want you to save is your passport. What I want you to save is important documents. But I want a binder that has all of your life insurance, all of your health insurance, all of your car insurance, all of your documents that are important so that when you kick over, your children know where they are. There should be a health care directive in it. There should be, you know, how you want things to go. What if you were to get hit today in a car accident? Would you be able to have your wishes met? I don't know if that's important to you. It should be. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Talk to your children. Snapchat, multi-billion dollar valuation. And I find myself in the scenario of, like, I don't fight these things. I try to support them. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. You can find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. I have a new website out. It's not quite up to speed, but it's getting there. You can find out more about my website and give me some feedback at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Take a break here. Be right back. It's Rob Black and your money. Vehicle with OnStar. You've got a... In your car. On your industrial... Free cash flow here. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. On AM 1220, KDOW, and iHeart Radio Station. Like 
Not a hipster. I'm kind of one of those wannabe hipsters. I'm just not cool enough. I don't have enough beard going on. My generation, we got the goat. By the goat, I mean the goat. Goat, 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 goat. Goat, hey? Um, I highly recommend that you don't do stuff to ruin yourself. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. One of the things that I like to do is run distance. And by looking at me, you probably couldn't tell that I'm a runner. I hate the day that I'm going to have to give it up. When it comes to body mechanics, you have to ask yourself a lot of the the simple, simple questions that you make sure you don't want to hurt yourself. Is your body moving from side to side? Do your hands and elbows flare out when you swing them back and forth? Do you bounce up and down a lot? As a runner, it's all about precision. As an investor, it's all about precision. Running is supposed to be straightforward motion, so all your energy should be focused on propelling your body forward. Anytime you vary with that, you're running inefficiently. You don't want to run side to side. You don't want your hands flaring out, your elbows flaring out. You don't want to bounce a lot. You burn fewer calories and you have less improvement in your fitness when you're doing it incorrectly. By moving your arms less than 90 degrees or more than 110 degrees, it's going to fatigue your arm muscle and take energy away from your legs. You're doing it wrong. As an investor, as a person in the market, you have to look at yourself as a distance runner. You have to have goals. Today I want to run four and a half miles. I want to invest for 40 years. You have to know a pace that some weeks are going to be better than others. Some years can be better than others. There's nothing that you can do materially to improve that or hurt that. So don't get fearful. Don't get greedy. You have to have a pace. Every 90 days, I have a reminder that says rebalance. I don't care if I'm doing great. I don't care if I'm doing poorly. I need to rebalance. I invest for the long term. I'm very, very patient. That's very difficult to pull off. For a lot of people, they don't have patience. That's killing you. Maybe it's not killing you personally, but it's tragic, to say the least. I got an email from Justin. He said, my wife and I have been talking about using Roth contributions from the previous years, about 60000 of them, and pull them out to potentially, you know, uh take out some of the profit without penalty and combine that with our savings so we can put 20% down on a house. I know from listening to you, you absolutely don't want to touch the 401k, 403, 457. But since the Roth money is post-tax, it seems like it could be a good move. I know there's a lot of factors. They both work full-time. They make about 180k. They've got two kids, one in kindergarten, one in pre-kindergarten. They've got $350,000 in a 403b, 401k. Congratulations. They live in a 2-2. They pay $1,600 for a 2-2 in Stoma. His wife, not pregnant. I'm sure she needs help. There's 
services for that. They're looking to put $100,000 down on a $500,000 house, and they're in no hurry. They're also thinking of wanting to talk with the CPA to figure out how much tax savings we may get by buying versus renting. Their monthly principal interest would be around 1900 At 1900 versus $1,600 in rent, I absolutely would buy. Um, if you're going to be in the area for the next 12 years, I'd get a school district that you're comfortable with kids in, since you don't have to go around hustling, asking parents and friends and family for basically to lie for you so that you could put your kid in their school system instead of yours. I'd consider it. You know, if you want to take money out of the Roth, fine. You've got enough in the 401k, 403b that you're on track. You're not talking about ten thousand. You're not talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars of a mistake. You're talking about ten thousand dollar mistake. And to get into a home that you're paying yourself rent and you're getting a tax deduction on, and a low cost of mortgage, I'd, I'd consider it. You don't need my blessing, blessing on this one, Justin. In life, you don't need my blessing. So hopefully, you don't. You know put too much weight into anything that I ever say. I want you to succeed. I want you to be smart. Um, But yeah, the rent versus own, I don't think you need a CPA to tell you that in this case it makes a lot of sense for you. I'm honored that you would come to me, but I don't think you need to. I think you're doing fine on your own. I love it when I see someone who's smart and who's done great I don't want you to be fearful, though. I think you've done a great job, and I think you should, you know, kind of reward yourself a little bit. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. GE spinning off its credit card business. Is that a story? Yeah, it's a story. I think Capital One, when you see how many commercials they run, it tells you they make a lot of money. Capital One could be considered for your investment portfolio, as could Visa. How many gift cards we're going to give this year that go unused? Visa is in the transaction business. GE is in the lending business. And they're trying to get out of that and focus more on industrial and commercial issues. So they're trying to get out of the consumer lending business. And I get it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Just don't be shy. Ba-da-da-da. 800-516-1220. 800-516-1220. Don't forget, you can find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show. You can find me on Facebook, Rob Black, Con4. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. Take a break here. We'll be back in 22 hours. Listen to the CFP Chad Burton's new Focus on Wealth show later today. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.